Now more than ever, it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often. Visit fergusonshowrooms.com to shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to meet with our experts at your local Ferguson bath, kitchen, and lighting gallery. Together, we'll help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in. Get started on your project and discover extraordinary products like the Quartz Lux Undermount Kitchen Sink from LK. You know what drives you, what inspires you. You know why you're here today, thinking about your education and your career. But do you know how to get where you're going? Indiana Wesleyan University is a place where your dreams and goals are known, where you're pushed to excel, and you're supported beyond graduation day. Explore our tuition guarantee, our faith-integrated coursework, and more than 100 online degree programs. See how it's possible at iwuishow.com. Welcome in to DC On Screen, episode 348. Is it 348? 348? Is that... 14. Yes, 348. Oh, Lord. Three, 100, uh, sorry, 100, what? 348 <laughs> is the DC On Screen episode. Sure. Legends of Tomorrow 215, though, Fellowship of the Spear is what we're reviewing, getting super spoilery on. I'm David C. Robertson, this is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. <laughs> uh, to recap, the legends find the last piece of the spear, but they need Jesus' blood to destroy it. <laughs> okay. They track down... <laughs> That's it. Just reading, just reading the line. Uh, they track down J.R.R. Tolkien to aid in their search. Uh, meanwhile, old evil Snart finally appears in the flesh and begins to psych Mick out, claiming the crew never really trusted him like he did. The team eventually finds the blood, but during a heated Parisian battle, loses the spear when Mick betrays the legends for the Legion. And fighting ensues on the wave rider over what they should have done with the spear, while the new Legion of Doom does some chanting to activate the spear. Yeah. Uh, I liked the guy that played Tolkien. Yeah, he was good. And something I really appreciated about this, um, he was there, but it could have been like, he made sense for the plot. It didn't feel forced. didn't feel Mm -hmm. weird. And I had two things um, happen. Like it was, it was funny when he was. You could see, like Rip's speech, for instance. I have never read mm-hmm. the Fellowship of any damn thing. I don't know, man. But I'm willing to bet that every time the dialogue suddenly got really good, it was probably Rip from Tolkien. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know, but I'm betting that speech that Rip gives to uh, calm the calm the troops is at least partially somewhere in a book. Right. Um, and, you know, my f- and it's nice. You can see Tolkien back there, like memorizing every word of that speech. Like, oh, that's really good. Yeah, you know, I I don't I don't know Tolkien Tolkien. They said Tolkien the entire episode, so I'll call it. I'll say Tolkien. We'll say Tolkien, for the, I guess. Yeah, why not? Uh, Let's hope I've they did said, research. I've always said Tolkien, mm-hmm. but um, my favorite part of this episode, it was almost like, <laughs> oh yeah, we just need blood of Jesus. Cool. Gideon set a set a course for the crucifixion, and Rip is like, absolutely not. <laughs> like it's just like we are not pissing off that many people. <laughs> Just he didn't say that, but that's what they meant. No, it was it was per, they handled it perfectly well. Like the birth, life, and death of Jesus Christ are not to be messed with. He's like, do you know how much trouble we're getting in just saying just that he was using real? Using his blood and the sheer <laughs> destiny and all this crap. Oh my, we are not about to go. We are not pulling a Mel Gibson on this thing. <laughs> 
yeah. we have now sh- we have now shown that Jesus Christ is real and also that science is absolutely correct and I don't know how we're reconciling all of that but we are not about to go find out. Let's just drop this right now. <laughs> we will find a way to do this. Look, it's DC. There are characters like Blue Devil. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, there is a there is a heaven and hell in DC. There's a god. There's a whole thing. Absolutely. But um, you know, Lucifer's on another freaking channel. Like it, it's it's clear. Like it's not biblical stories exactly, but the characters are there. Yeah. I've never seen I, like, I, I, Job show up in a DC product anywhere, but you know, shit. I just I I love it because it's very much a uh, actually I think I have, but um, <laughs> because I I. I love it because it's also like the first thing I thought of. Like, oh, cool, just go to the crucifixion and get the. Uh, and he's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. You just so, can't do that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Write your way out, guys. Write your way out. Well, there are times <laughs> where, like, when you have all of time and space to mess with. Like, my my first thought was like, okay, skip the skip the crucifixion. He was in that tomb for three days. Probably some bloody bandages in there. Mm-hmm. Roll the stone back. Siphon a little blood. Roll the stone back over. Right. I would be a very yeah, sneaky they, time traveler. Well, they don't even they don't even cloak when they're landing, so Yeah. Thomas would still doubt. I don't um, know what I saw. Could have been a ship. I, I kinda wish they'd played up more of the angle of um the Spear of Destiny talking to everybody and like tempting them. Eh, I didn't I didn't I would I I kinda I maybe just wish they'd picked their shot a little better. Because um, Vixen's stuff was just awful. Mm-hmm. Now I did like with Mick. Um, you expected him. You didn't expect him to say, "I hear my family." That was cool. I, I you expect, you know, riches. I all teared the, up a little when he said that. Yeah, yeah, like all of the stuff that he's he's been into. You didn't expect him to really be thinking, "I could go back and you know not murder my family." That was a neat moment for Mick. Now the thing is, though, what happened? Like, what happens to Mick in this episode happens for stupid reasons. But I like what he does with it. Like, uh, the, the, I mean, the actual acting in it's great. Um, mm-hmm. like his little argument with, with Snart early on, still good. Um, I, so I like Mick's choices. Like Mick mm-hmm. chooses to not do that. He does finally choose to, to take the spear over. I have, I have a side bet in my head that he's going deep cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of think he's, that's my bet. I'm sorry. Uh, that's, that's where I'm landing is that he's, he's decided like, I, you know, in that final moment there where he decides to cross sides, I think he thinks that if they had fought right then, they would have lost anyway. And if he goes over, he still has, like, access to the spear. So I think he's still on the team. Um, yeah. And they're just going to have to trust him on that. But the thing is, like, what I, what I really hated about this was they invented this. There hasn't there there really hasn't been that much distrust towards Mick. There hasn't been, like, a running yeah. theme that they don't trust him. They just made it up for this episode. I mean, most of the time, if they say anything, I mean, it's just a joke about how he's an asshole or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not like there haven't been running jokes about how you know Ray keeps a lock on his mini fridge or something. Like, not nothing like that. It's just been like he's yeah, no, an asshole, but he's part of the team, and you know, we all we all trust him. And then suddenly, yeah, I guess we never really did trust him. Well, you did over and over again with your lives, <laughs> and. Yeah. Like, beyond that, like where it gets weird with Vixen is, you know, you you they kind of abandoned a little bit that Vixen Rory mentor thing. Um, mm-hmm. That that's kind of gone to the wayside. So it didn't pay off now when she feels betrayed by by Mick. It didn't really pay off to me because they they've again it's just been dropped. I mean, it was mm-hmm. cool back when she was bringing him. Um, you know, what'd she bring him like pirate rum or something at some point? Something like yeah, that. Was, I yeah, mean, like, it, it it was working fine, and then they kind of oh, abandoned no, it, the it for leg, like well bootleg whiskey. We we. Episode. 
Yeah. But, but they, they needed more time for her to, you know, have sex with Nate. So <laughs> Yeah. So that got abandoned. Um, so Nate could go be a douche and tell her about his family. Um, or her family, sorry. Uh, but the other thing was uh, with Vixen, just within this episode, at first she wants to wield the spear. She gets outvoted. So she, I mean, she clearly wants to, like, that's her, her, her stance is we should just wield the spear and do, and do things correctly. They, they, they outvote her. Um, and then when she, when she actually gets the chance to use the spear, like Mick invites her into the, the whole Legion thing for a second as he's you know, supposedly betraying the team and she gets all indignant about how she would never use it. Like, bitch, 20 minutes ago, you were about to pull that thing out. You still off on the battlefield 10 minutes ago. You were still like, we can still do it. <laughs> and she gets the chance to use it. And then get, when they get back to the battleship or to the wave rider, then she starts getting pissy again about how they wouldn't let her use it. Like, Come on, man. Pick a side. She was just all over the place. Like her motivations were whatever they needed to make the scene slightly, uh, you know, cogent? tension uh, just to put tension in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tension. Yeah. I wouldn't use cogent on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't bring the word cogent near many Legends of Tomato to, to, tomorrow episodes. <laughs> Legends, Legends of, of Tomato. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> there is. I, I wish it was called that now. No. Yeah. <laughs> there's a. I mean, well, literally, there's a tomato in my peripheral. It's in the kitchen. I do like tomatoes. Yeah. I call them maters. We got people coming over. We're guacking it. Ooh. Yeah. Um, oh, one more thing I want to gripe about. It, sure. All right. So it's been in his head the entire time. Like Snart's been in, in Mick's head. That's been established. Him and Victor have gone over it. They ran every test that they could think of. Victor, a world-renowned world scientist, could not find any proof that this was not an, a, an internalization of Mick's mind. Mm-hmm. And then he he spills the beans to, to Snart before Snart actually punches him, thinking that it's still just mm-hmm. something in his head. I'm watching this thinking like, yeah, I can't blame him. I mean, shit, he didn't know. Yeah. And then they get back to the wave rider, and again, it's whatever the writers needed for that scene. Suddenly, even Martin Stein doesn't trust him. Yeah. Thinks he probably should have thought through that. Thinks that, oh, it displays something about your character that you told Snart. You know it's an internalization. There's no proof, like, no previous proof whatsoever that that, that Snart was ever in existence. He even said, even if he was just in your mind. That makes no sense. It proves something about yourself that you... It doesn't. Dude. No, it doesn't prove a damn thing. Yeah, they're just sort of... they've, They've just flown off the reservation here. They don't... No, it, it's that's the equivalent of saying like uh, if Stein had had a, a sex dream about Sarah, then well, clearly he's lost all of his love for Clarissa. I guess uh, no, 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 no. Or at least the equivalent of the, like thinking he could fly and then jumping off the top of the wave rider without firestorm. Yeah, and on top of all of that, we get two at least two Wilhelm screams during a bloody World War One battle. I didn't catch him, but I laughed when he pointed it out. Like. Can we not, like, is it just too real for you guys? Like, every time there's any kind of war, you gotta have, like, people getting killed with a Wilhelm scream? Oh, no. Like, was was that um, any worse than the Gremlins joke that got pulled in? Uh, it made me giggle a little bit, but it, it was one of those where I laughed a little bit and thought, oh, you didn't need to do that. That wasn't necessary. No. Uh, anyway. Uh, un- unhappy with this episode of Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> it didn't even make sense on its own. I mean, it, well, Jelly Bean transmogrification was pretty fun. That was pretty amazing. It was pretty great. Um, I don't see why he didn't grab a handful of Jelly Beans. I sure would. But um, 
I, I would have even eaten the first one. I'd be like, yeah, that's weird. I would have definitely eaten <laughs> one. Like, I gotta, I gotta know. Is this? Oh my god, that's right. Um, cool trick. I like that. It's something they've been working on. That was a, it was a good bit. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, don't know what to do with most of the rest of it. It was, it was one of those where I, I know it got us to the end. Like they did. Well, I'll say Tolkien. I guess they did. They did right by Tolkien. It's a little cameo. That that wasn't a problem. Um, mix story when it's just him is fine like he's he he does more than his parents he's gotten to that point in his life and he was he's off to fix his fiery past that's great i like what he's doing i don't like what happened around him mm-hmm. what happened around yeah. him was nonsense and i guess it'll get us to doom world next week yeah yeah you know i even sort of resented them for the it's the blood of christ you're predictable like oh shut up mm-hmm. oh that was bad just <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's only... That's what I felt about the show. That's what I felt about the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, only so only two left. We got Doom World and Aruba, um, and then we'll see what they come up with for next year. I'll say this: it was better. Like this season has been better than last season. It has. It's just that they um they're still t- they're <sighs> still doing a couple of strange things, and I don't even I don't even mind like they they really kind of let the chains off a little bit this year. Like, hey, let's bring in Lucas and Tolkien and everything. It's fine. I don't have a problem with them really going for it on this show. I think it's the point of this thing is to see how far they can push spectacle. It's great. Um, mm-hmm. But you still have to have a, a story that makes sense. Like the characters have to hang together. And this, this episode, they completely abandoned the idea that these characters have a past. Mm-hmm. Even within the course of the episode, they forgot what the characters were doing. Like if, if, a little bit, yeah. if they were on set, uh, I forget who plays Vixen, but if she was on set at some point going, okay, why am I saying this again? I totally get her. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, could you see Katie Lotz like looking at the director going, okay, why am I mad at Mick? I don't understand. Right, I don't know if they ask those questions. You would think that they've just decided, eh, we'll get whatever. They'll fix it in post. Yeah. Uh, do they watch their own shows? I don't know. Probably not. No, they, they do. We don't have I time. Think they do. I'm going to call it. I think it's all ahead. Sorry, sorry I didn't have anything more uh, positive to say. But we're going to be really positive about this Arrow episode. Yeah. So, uh, Join us. Uh, DCOnScreen.com uh, for every episode uh, of our show. You can find us. Uh, please go and, and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever you listen um, because downloads are so incredibly important. And, uh, you know, you can always go back on your device and listen to them later if you don't want to listen to them right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wink! Um. But we're going to be coming right back with a review of Arrow 517 Capuchon, I guess that's, is what I'll is, call this it. Is, I think that's about right. I'll, I'll go with the uh, I'll go with the uh, Kovar pronunciation. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are proud members of the Giant Says Team Up Network. GiantSaysTeamUp.com. Forgot about that one. Again. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> until we come back with this Arrow 517 review, keep some DC on your screen. Discount Tire is bringing the madness this March. With online-only savings up to $110, it's time to love March even more. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Discount Tire is bringing the madness this March. With online-only savings up to $110, it's time to love March even more. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of.